Welcome to Bar Chat. That's where it's at. I'm Lexi. I'm Bianca. And I'm Becca. And, and we're, we're chatting all things dance. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about burnout among dancers. Let's get into it, I guess. Yeah. I don't really know where to start for this one. Right. How far into your dance career did you start experiencing burnout? That's a good one. Um, <laughs> I you. can think right away. Yeah, you go. Because um, I'm still thinking. Many times throughout my dance career thus far, I've experienced burnout. Um, the first I can think of is when I was around like 12 or 13 in middle school. Um I was going to dance every day with my friends and it was the same people every day. And I think being around that a lot is part of why I got burnt out. So it might have not been necessarily dance burnout, but I think it was burnout of just being in that environment in the studio. And also some of the girls that I danced with were not the nicest to me. So I kind of felt bullied sometimes to the point where when I was experiencing this burnout, I was talking to my dad and I was like, I don't really want to continue dancing. And he was like, what? Like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, like, I don't want to take dance classes anymore. And he kind of had to Whoa. give me a pep talk. And I'm glad that he did. And he was like, you know, you're too talented to stop now. And you've been doing this for so long. If it's about people, I don't think that you should let that get the best of you. And being 12 or 13, I was like, no, like this is what I want to do. But, um, I kept going and I'm very glad that I did. Yeah. I'm so glad you did too. I, I yeah. think you have to push through it. I mean, it's great that you had the support system yeah. of your dad yeah. to tell you like, no, you're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. You still love it. Yeah. I do want to ask though, do you think that if he didn't give you that response, you would be dancing now? I do. I think what would have happened is because like I said, it wasn't necessarily about dance. I think that I would have probably taken maybe a small break, missed it, right. like literally a week or two. Right. Um, or like tried a different studio, but I definitely would have gone back into yeah. it for sure. Because okay. I also danced in high school at school. Right. On okay. top of dance. So yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I guess I feel like the first time that I felt burnt out and again it really wasn't like a dance thing it was more the people mm -hmm. it was when I first joined the competition team I think I was in like fourth or fifth grade and I was the youngest in my class so and I also I danced in a different town than I lived in mm -hmm. so the girls in my class like they all went to school together they were in the same grade we didn't really have any like commonality or like they didn't really allow any commonality so I remember yeah, like literally saying one time like overhearing them like saying something mean about me and I went like I was so upset I went to my mom and I was like crying and I was like I don't know if I want to do this like maybe I should just not be on the team and I could just do rec and they were like no like you need to stay on the team because you have talent like you should stay here and I was like I don't know if I want to do that so it really was a people thing and then I guess yeah. the second time that I felt burnt out was in eighth grade when I think I mentioned this in the past podcast where our old studio owner kind of just ripped me apart yeah and made me feel like I was the worst dancer ever and I really like just kind of thought about everything and I was like why am I even doing this mm -hmm. like is there a reason for me to be dancing am I not good enough like should I just not do it so I feel like for me oops I hit the microphone I feel like for me a lot of the reason that I felt burnt out was because of the people I was surrounded by yeah and yeah. then once I kind of took dance into my own hands and was like it doesn't matter who you're dancing with who's teaching you what they're saying to you like if you enjoy it and you want to be there and it makes you happy then that's why you do it yeah and just before I just want to say something really quick I about that I think that 
a lot of the burnout that happens with dance can a lot of the times be your environment. So if you feel like you're at a studio that is toxic, leave and right. go somewhere else. Because I think everybody starts loving dance. Right. Dance is the reason you start dancing. Right. So it's the people around you, the teachers, your classmates that change your experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like once, like I said, like once we got the new studio owner yeah. and the people in my classes started to change and we had like new teachers, my entire perspective of dance changed because everything was so great. And I yeah. felt like I was in such a positive environment that I was like, wow, I can't believe that just a couple of years ago, I felt like I didn't want to dance anymore right. because yeah. then I got to a point where I was like, I can never stop doing this, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, you actually, Lexi, unlocked a memory for me because the same thing happened. Because I started dance later, I didn't really get burnt out like as a kid. Mm -hmm. But I definitely went through that phase where I started at a studio where everyone's been dancing there together since they were three years old. I walked in at 13 and was kind of left out of things. And I remember talking to my mom being like, I don't want to do this because like it's not fun it's hard the people make such an impact on your yeah. experience you're all probably super close friends at that point already. yeah right yeah so you and have it, to weave your yeah. way in and i mean i ended up becoming really close friends with them later on but for the first few years it was really hard because i was yeah. getting left out of things because they didn't know me but they didn't want to know me and that's such a terrible age to like do that right. middle school yes. like out of every yeah, yeah. but yeah because I feel like most of my experience with burnout has been in college. I don't think I, and even if we did experience burnout, I don't, this might just be a me thing. Like the idea of burnout has a really negative connotation where mm -hmm. it's like, oh, it's because you don't love dancing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you never even wanted to like admit it to others or even yourself that you were burnt out because maybe it makes it seem like you're lazy or not as good. And like, yeah. you have to like always try to prove yourself, which therefore makes you more and more yeah. burnt out. Yeah. Um, so like clearly we all kind of had similar feelings younger ish, but you just mentioned college. And then I was going to say that through my college experience, um, which it had its ups, but it also had its downs with the school. I definitely felt burnt out a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, my school really drilled you. They, you know, with rehearsal, staying late, getting there early, it was very, very rigorous training and um they were not lenient with breaks or injuries like i've previously discussed Apparently, yeah from the yeah. teachers that you've had in the past it doesn't right. sound like they no. do and they don't so like yeah no they don't <laughs> let you go to the bathroom so through my experience with college i definitely got burnt out a lot especially towards the end of senior year um because that even got more intense right. but then the pandemic came, you know, and I was still in that phase, but that allowed me to sink into it and just let it pass. And now I feel more ready to just go back into class and like give it my all because I want to, not because my teachers are telling me That's to. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. What yeah. about you, Becca? You said you had some college stories. Yeah. Well, I think for me, I feel like I'm always burnt out in school. <laughs> Like there's always and it's what you said, like you're being like forced to go to classes sometimes. And um, you talked about it a little but for me, it's very like environment based and mm -hmm. it's very like based off schedule. I have the same classes every semester. A lot of my classes, I have the exact same schedule like for the entire year mm -hmm. or actually all four years, like structure wise and stuff. So I get so caught up and so bored with my routine. I'm dancing yeah, with, that's so in the true. same classes with my same teachers, with my, 
the same students that I take every other class with because my program is so small Yeah, that I, it's not, I'm burnt out over dance. I'm just burnt out from my schedule. So right. I think the number one thing for me and sometimes this is hard to do, but if you really like focus your mind, like if you make the active decision to do it, it's just to like, I always say like getting out of your bubble mm -hmm. is the number one thing that helps you deal with burnout. And yeah. if that, if there's like, there's so many different possibilities when I say getting out of your bubble, like it can even mean just taking a virtual dance class right? in just a style a or taking a style yeah. that you're not, not normally taking or out of the box. Yeah. Just doing anything different. Or if there's like a dance class you've always been wanting to try or, or maybe like acting or singing, yes, like exactly. something that's more theater related right. that can kind of get you like out of your cycle. Yeah. To just break changing the schedule just a little bit because yeah. you do get really caught up and it's just like mind numbing. Like everyone always says like the beginning of the year is always so fresh and new and exciting. Like mm -hmm. you can keep that excitement and that freshness. If you do something different, like maybe go and say once a week, I'm going to do something different i'm gonna try something new once a week mm -hmm. and that like helps you stay more motivated in the classes that you're like normally taking yeah absolutely i i had a very similar issue this year where like i definitely felt burnt out and you're right like the beginning was so new and exciting and yeah. i'm somebody who like structure and schedule is very important to me it's hard Same. for me to break that schedule yeah. so trying to figure out a way to keep everything new and exciting is definitely tricky yeah but i felt burnt out little like I guess in like the opposite way where like I was so burnt out from all of my activities at a, as a whole that it kind of reflected onto dance so although I wasn't burnt out from dance I was burnt out in general which kind of made me feel burnt out from dance I guess what I, I bumped I, I bumped into her elbows. arm oh. and she gave me like a dirty look no, so I, I was didn't. like I'm sorry I just looked at you when you were about to laugh so I started Anyways, laughing sorry for I lost my train off. of thought no, <laughs> you were talking um, about it transferred onto dance. Oh, yeah, yeah. I felt just like everything felt so repetitive. Like my Mondays were the same Monday every single week. My Tuesday. And like I was doing so much. I was teaching Zumba this year. I had two clubs. Yes. One that I was the president yes. of, mm -hmm. making sure I ran that correctly okay, every single Madam week. President. And then the other club I was a choreographer for. So it's like just choreographing so much. It was it took a lot out of me. And even though toll. like yes. the choreography wasn't super hard choreography i had to continue to think of new stuff every Still, time yeah and it it burns you out so even though i wasn't burned out from dance specifically everything that i was doing kind of just wore me down and i really needed summer because mm -hmm. even though i wasn't like done with all my activities like it still was enjoying i was just so like just dead going yeah. to everything yeah. at that point so summer was much needed and mm -hmm. i'm i'm feeling better already yes, summer yeah. is a great break and yes. even if you're you know whatever age you are just breaks in general are good yes. like it mental breaks are good physical breaks are good it doesn't matter if it's two days or two weeks two months whatever you need it's very important Definitely. and that goes with everything in life but i like, was gonna dance, say yeah have you guys done anything to like kind of take that mental break or just to help your mental health a bit like yes. yoga journaling any of that stuff well um when i think about a break i think about the pandemic break that i took that's what which i, think I talked too. about last episode where i just didn't dance for a month and that was the first break i ever took 
and I felt so much more myself and stuff. So now I'm much more willing and open to taking breaks because I always come back from my breaks a better dancer. Yeah. So it's kind of I always I always made a joke that it was like a life hack. If you stop dancing, (laughs) like not dancing helps you improve sometimes because it's right. Like you get burnt out and you just like your body it's a men- it's a physical thing too not have only you guys mental. ever like not taken class for like even a week and then you go back into like a ballet class you do a double and it's like super clean yes good. my turns are and always yes, better yeah. they're always better and i'm like oh i'm actually kind of good right. like i <laughs> right. thought i was terrible yeah, like, right. i take more i should take more breaks yeah i should no, take more it's breaks it's kind of like that thing you know when people are working out and they're lifting and they say like don't do it every day because the yes. muscle has to like form to like rest. that's kind of what i feel yeah. like this yeah, is like muscles resting helps you heal and get better and stronger and i feel like that's what it is yeah. 100% yeah yeah um because even and like it, we, especially like Beck and I, like we haven't danced for a month. Mm-hmm. And when we took that dance class the other day, we all felt so good. Like we were tired yes. and we were def- it was a definitely like a shape. run for our money. But the dancing itself, like yeah. we all felt so good about it, yes. you know. Yes. But it's also like you need to be OK with like not like getting out of shape sometimes or whatever. Like you're never if you think about athletes, I always think about this. But if someone is a baseball player and they're in season, they only need to be in their prime shape during that time. As dancers, we need to be at the prime, or we think that we need to be at the like top of our shape, at the top of our game, all the time. Like dancers don't get a month not, off. That's not realistic. Yeah. There's no like at dance all. season. Every season is dance season, yeah, so you don't really get a break. And that's not yeah. realistic at all. So I think people need to be more accepting with the fact that like your physic physicality is gonna ebb and flow, mm-hmm. and right. that's just how it's going to be and not be like so hard on yourselves. Cause I yeah. know that yeah. when I'm like out of shape or at like my lowest, like physicality wise, it's not like, I'm not <laughs> sorry our, guys. Um, our producer kid. was coughing. <laughs> no, I feel I bad. If the probably... mic picked that up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he probably, he's, <laughs> he's climbing over the chair. This is a really tight room. This is really great. This it's not, he, he, has, he needs to drink some water. Yeah. You can chill out there. Okay, bye, back um, in. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, taking breaks. Uh, or we were talking about physicality, mm-hmm. but it's okay to like get in and out of shape and not be so hard on yourself. Because I remember I used to be so hard on myself whenever I like couldn't lift my leg as high as I yeah. could. Or it's anything. hard not to be hard on yourself, though. I've and experienced that a lot after the pandemic. Yes, I'm like my leg is not yes. where it used to be. Oh, or my flexibility at all. Or my, my stamina, my jumps, before. like everything. Yes, I do Zumba, agree. guys. Your stamina like skyrocket. No, I, I need you to. Know, I, you know what I do? I cycle. Ooh, I I and don't like cycling. It hurts my butt. I think it's just not. Yeah, not I love it. See, I, we all have different likes yeah, and dislikes. Um. But what I found interesting is that we all kind of feel the same way about like our burnout wasn't from dance. It was from the people around us. Right. Um, but I know a lot of people, old friends and, you know, dance colleagues who did experience it from dance. Really? And from what I remember, you know, like I know a lot of them who used to dance with me in middle school. They got really burnt out with the whole concept of dance and then they just stopped completely. Yeah. Never returned. Some of them stopped for a long time. Now they're getting back into it as an adult. So, you know, it's just like different reasons are why we get yeah, burnt out right. but they're I all valid the reason why you get burnt out is because you just keep pushing and pushing yourself like mm-hmm. if you get burnt out dance wise it's just because you're not like giving yourself time right. to heal like what we said before but there are instances where you don't 
have time to give yourself time to heal. So what would you guys say when you like performance, if you're in the middle of, of a performance and you were in rehearsals every day, like how do you deal with not getting burnt out and anything? During, like repeating like, choreography for or shows? Even, yeah. Or even just like when it is, when you are preparing for a show, like that entire month is so like, I always like, it's so draining and it's so hard. Like how do you guys deal with it when you don't have time to take a break? I think that comes with self care. Yeah. Like in between, like when you go home, if you want to take a bubble bath or if you want to read a book that you like, um, you know, go take a walk, doing make something your favorite food. Dance. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Right. Because you have to separate yourself. It's yeah. so hard as dancers to separate yourself from your craft, but it's necessary. Yeah. You're not just a dancer. You're a human exactly and all the time wow my chair just really i would say okay i hope they can't hear that sorry i almost (laughs) spit out my water i would say and i feel like this is something that a lot of my dance teachers said growing up and then it's something that i've been saying to like my dance company as well when you're rehearsing for a show and i feel like this happens to everyone you reach a point where you just need to be on the stage like the dance is not going to get any better at this point and you just need to be on the stage and i feel like I've never had a dance teacher push us past the point where it's like, we still need to work. We still need to work because they know when it's stage ready. And once we get onto that stage, even more energy will come. And they know that. And not saying that like we don't bring the energy to rehearsal and yeah. stuff, but there's just a point where the dance reaches a point yeah, you're being where a it's not going to change. <laughs> and once it gets onto stage, like it is stage ready. Mm-hmm. And you want it to have that fresh feeling too. Yeah. Like you yeah. need to find the happy medium in like between right. like cleaning it and making sure it's clean but also like not drilling choreography Absolutely. when you know it's fresh and i think that comes with like time when you're at a studio and you're with younger dancers yeah you have to drill that and yeah maybe it um dries out the um choreography a little bit or in like the performance but but that's there's also something about need. when you put the costume on and when you yeah. have that live audience, like you yeah. just get this like rush lashes, of adrenaline and it's so exciting and it's not the same feeling that you felt in the studio. Yeah. And also remembering why you're doing your dance. Right. Like, like t- think of it from an emotional perspective. Like think about yes. something different every time you execute the uh-huh. steps. Don't just have like a blank mind of like, I'm right. doing a passe. I'm doing an arabesque. It's more than the intention behind the dance. Exactly. It's an emotional thing. And that really reads on stage. But as an artist, you feel that as well. It's not just like, oh, I have to think about something emotional. So I I love emoting when I'm dancing. Like that is probably my like best feature, I guess, when I'm dancing. mm -hmm. It's my favorite thing to do because it's not like I'm just making a face. Like it's what I'm feeling in that moment. Yeah. And And it makes me so happy to emote when I'm dancing. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. I think emoting is super important. And even in class, that's how you can avoid burnout as well. If you remember, like I enjoy this. Right. This is a sport that I want to do. And I'm going to remember that even through the trials and the hardships in between. Yeah. I, oh, sorry. Were you going to talk? I was going to say, I think the best piece of advice I got was like because I love emoting too and like Mm -hmm. I always say my favorite thing about dance is storytelling so I always incorporate that in my performance but what you said like you can incorporate that in class too right so when you're doing a combination yeah especially in a class like ballet or modern it's very very structured and very codified Mm -hmm. but if you take that and say this is the story. This is what I'm feeling and bringing the outside. Like maybe you're going through something and you're 
going to be like, okay, I'm going to emote that. I'm going to story tell that in my dancing. And that is something that helps you keep it really fresh too. So you don't burn out. I had this dance teacher growing up. Her name was Miss Danny. She was like that dance teacher that would always give you pep talks. And she was always on your side and always giving like the motivational speeches. She was amazing. And something she always said to us was, and I know you've probably heard this before, but leave your baggage at the door. Like you have to take off that backpack of emotions that don't have anything to do with dance and just leave it at the door if you think it's going to bother you. Because a lot of the time when you come to dance, it's to relieve all the stress that's from school and anything else like friends anything that's going on outside of dance you're coming to dance because you love it and you want to be there and you want to feel good so don't bring that stress into the dance class because then you're just going to be thinking about like oh i'm doing my turn sequence but i have a 10 page paper due tomorrow Mm -hmm. it's not worth it it's not worth it you're there you're not going to be writing that paper when you're in class regardless so enjoy in the moment enjoy that you're dancing because that's what you want to be doing Mm because you love it I will say, though, that I've actually made a TikTok exactly about this topic. I agree with leave your baggage at the door. But what I said earlier, like sometimes it's good to bring the baggage in and use it as like as like um, if you can use it as motivation, then do that. But if it's something that it's like, yeah, it's going to get about it. It's just going to ruin my day. Yeah. And I think that's what my teacher more meant. And like she's so wise. I had a lot of teachers, though at college that had that same pep talk but they said it in a rude way yeah like i don't care what's going on in your life though they're like leave your drama at the door see all my dance teachers Um, from high school were just so nice about it i couldn't even imagine having that like that that would be so like devastating though to have a teacher i became numb to it all the time i became numb to it and i just said like i don't really care at this point like i'm gonna do me like that's why that's why i don't care what people think of me so much i think just like lots of things but like that's one of them just like hearing yeah. dance teachers that are very negative all the time like they're projecting whatever that's, yeah that's they're, they have their own issues that they're projecting onto you oh yeah they do they yeah do. and you it's you need to <laughs> your chair keeps squeaking i'm gonna change this chair in a second <laughs> you're <laughs> a moment it's only when it wants to it's not when i want to like if i try to do it it stops anyways that says a lot about a person though to be able to know when to listen to the teacher and know when to listen to yourself and like it's like intuition yeah smart answers smart answers 100 percent. work harder not smarter (laughs) no wait work both work yeah wait what did (laughs) i just say you said work harder not smarter (laughs) (laughs) you meant the opposite yeah we've said every cliche this entire episode but it's so true it the is. grass is always greener on the other side. <laughs> um, <laughs> turn out, don't burn out. Oh, that's good. Thank oh, I you. like that. Thank you. We should make merch. Yeah, we should. You said that last episode. Releve. I said that? <laughs> About merch. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe it's a sign. Turn out, yes. don't burn out. So know that slay you're not alone. Releve. Yeah. Slay on Releve. Slay on Releve. Slay. Keep calm. Rella slay. <laughs> no, that's bad. <laughs> Rella slay. That's, that sounds like relish. So with burnout as a dancer, everybody can relate on some level. If you haven't experienced it before, good for you. And I hope that it stays that way. If you have experienced it, we understand what that's like. It's not easy, but you'll get through it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening and watching. If you're on TikTok or Instagram, please stream all of our episodes on Spotify or Apple Music. And we will see you in two weeks for our next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you.